Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Way up. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And my Wealth Wednesday partner, Stacey Tisdale, is here. My favorite day of the week. Yes. Happy Wealth Wednesday, everybody. And we are very excited to have... You're going to know, come to know her by the end of this interview as a child care chick, but we already know her as one kick, I can say ass, kick ass <laughs> entrepreneur, and her story is just incredible. Mm-hmm. We have Latrice Galloway, who has Kidsville Learning Academy. She's the founder and CEO. That's in Texas. And she's also founder of the Daycare Chick platform. It's an educational, I'm sorry, I said childcare, daycare chick platform. It's an <laughs> uh, educational and coaching platform. She's grossed nearly $20 million whoop, whoop. over 16 years. You were born and raised in San Antonio, and you actually set out to be an attorney. Yes. We're going to make a move to Houston. Yep. But like many parents, we were just talking about families. You couldn't find a facility that you thought was up to quality and cost for your son. And then you had an aha moment. And six months later, you had Kidsville. Yep, it was born. That's exactly pretty much how it happened. It happened really quick. But I tell people all the time, I was just a mom looking for um, child care. This was not something (laughs) that I thought I would get into. Um, Again, my degrees are in criminal justice and business administration. So I thought I was going to be um, an attorney. That's where I was headed to law school when we moved. And then it was just no quality centers out there that were affordable. I was looking for affordable and quality. And so the aha moment came. God put it on me and said, do this. Mm-hmm. And a long story short, I did it. Yeah, you know, we hear a lot of stuff. Like, I know so many people. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to open up a daycare center. But it's not that easy because there's a huge responsibility. And even the business side of it, you have to make sure that that runs smoothly. But you're also nurturing young children's minds. Yes. and parents at rightfully so you know that is something that is so crucial like where is my child going to daycare and that's where your idea came about so can you talk to me about starting your first daycare center so yes so once I had the idea in the aha moment I started looking for a building and I found this building for lease so 
went home, talked to my husband about it, rented the building, um, turned it into a child care center. And it, again, when you say it's not easy, if you don't know, I was the first business owner in my family. I didn't have a mentor, so I just did it on my own. Um, what I thought was going to take me two months took me six months to get the building up to code and get open. And once I got open and got licensed, um, the community really needed what I had mm -hmm. to offer, and the children just start coming in. But again, like you said, it's a lot of liability, so I always tell people, you have to be ready for the business side. It's a lot of liability. You're managing staff. Parents are leaving you with their most prized possession every single day. Right. Um, so it comes a lot of liability with that. But once I got in it and got in the groove and started building that business and I got a down pack, it's been great. It grew so fast. It did. How did <laughs> I mean, it grew really, really fast. That And you were a new entrepreneur. How yes. did you manage that? It was very hard because again, no one in my, no one I knew owned a business, um, and then I moved to this new community where I didn't know anyone. And because I brought something that was really needed, it did grow fast. Um, I was able to just just do it. I'm a person that's going to get it done by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. So I wound up moving my mom because I needed someone I could trust because the right. business was growing, the money was coming. So I wound up moving my mom um, down with me to help me. She didn't know about managing, but I knew I could trust her. Uh, so I wound up moving my mom down with me. But it was early mornings, late nights, every single day for years. I saw you talking about quality over quantity because at first you said it was more about the quantity. You needed bodies there because you have to have a certain amount of people working, right, when you yep. have a certain amount of children. So how did you manage to find the quality people to come work there? Because a lot of times we can't control that. You know, owning a business and having to manage employees is a really difficult job. But then when you're dealing with children, that makes it, it, makes it a thousand times more difficult. So, yes, when we are licensed by the state of Texas, they have ratios. So you have have to have so many teachers per child so like you said at first I just need the teachers in there because I need to stay in compliance but that's when things start happening so I had to start weeding out no longer do I hire out of desperation I started knowing what I was looking for who I was looking for training them properly coming up with a training system um, instead of just throwing them in the classroom and I will let people go immediately. Right. I don't keep them around There's anymore. There's no second, third you chance. You can't. Yeah. I don't keep them around anymore because I need, you know, that ratio purposes. We'll figure out another way. I'll put my manager in there. It was times I would step in a classroom to let someone go because I'm not going to do that because the liability is so high. And when you don't have, you see it on the news all the time, things happening with child care centers, but it's because of the staff. Right. So you have to do your due diligence to make sure you're hiring the right people and don't keep them. If they're not, if they're not doing what they need to do, let them go. I see so many child care owners just keep people they know are no good for their business because ratios. And it's really hard to hire right now. But trust me, they're out there. I've built this amazing team. And I have people that's been working with me for 16 years. And I've been in business 16 years. And they're still there. Wow. It's so. kids. It's like once you're you have a babysitter or something that doesn't work out, <laughs> it's not like you can. They got they got to go. They got to go. They yeah, gotta go, and I and I and I stick with that because I have seen in 16 years I've been through the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I've seen so much in this industry that, I, and most of it is staff. Can we talk about finances for a second? Because mm -hmm. um, how were you able to finance this and then to be able to scale? What type of investments did you get? Did you use out-of-pocket funds? So my first center, I did. I used out-of-pocket funds because I was leasing a built. And so mm -hmm. I, me and my husband kind of broke the bank when I told him about it. I was like, if we break the bank and use all of our savings, I'm going to make this work. And so that's what we did. Now, when my lease was up, this is when I knew that I had to leave this building because it was falling apart and my landlord wouldn't you know, really help me. And I had the idea to build a building, but 
I was 28 years old. I was like, no one's going to give me this kind of money. Well, I was wrong. So that's where I got with a local bank, a mm-hmm. local community bank, and they they lent me the money to build this school that I have now, which is over 15,000 square feet that I built from the ground up. Sheesh. Let's unpack that a little bit. <laughs> hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Reels to Trails. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. You want to go back? Okay. Yeah, I want to go back to that a little bit. So, uh, first of all, local community bank, mm-hmm. and you were building something that was such a important service to the community. Mm -hmm. How important is that when people think about borrowing money, particularly black women? We don't get, nobody gives us loans. Nobody gives us venture capital. I think it's like 0.4 tenths of 1% goes Mm -hmm. to, uh, venture capital goes to black women. But that community bank and community 
results-oriented business. Talk about if that played a role in you getting that. It was $2 million. Yes, I definitely, and this was when I was 28, so this was, I ain't gonna tell my age, but this was a while ago, all right? <laughs> um, but I think it played a very important role because when you're dealing with local banks, they know what's going on in the community. They know what's being built, what the next 10 years is gonna look like. And so they saw what I had done. Um, I had everything in order. They saw the paperwork that I had. They saw my numbers. They saw my business structure. And they knew that if they lent me this money, I would be able to impact so many more families and children in the community. Um, and so I think that played a big role in it. People like to go to the bigger bigger banks, but they don't know what's going on in your community. Mm -hmm. They don't know if you're going to be able to sustain. But because I went to a local bank, they knew what was coming. Neighborhoods were popping up everywhere. And who, who buys new homes? People with children. They knew all the schools that were being built. They knew it was gonna there were gonna be a lot of children coming into the community. And so I think that played a very, very big role going to a local bank because they were like, Oh yeah, we need this in our community. We're behind it hundred percent. And I'm sure they looked at your background too, because even though this wasn't what you initially intended mm -hmm. to do, uh, your background uh, actually did help you with being able to create this business. So I think what, like I said, by having my paperwork and everything in order, when I sat at the table and they were able to look at it and they looked at me and said, wow, you've done this in four years with this is not your background. Mm -hmm. You had no experience and you've built this in four years. They knew something. They were, That's when they were like, we're going to get behind this because whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. This is great advice for all entrepreneurs. Yes. Even though, even outside of this space, particularly looking at that community borrowing aspect. You also, I know a lot of entrepreneurs in all fields pay attention to you, get help from you. Yes. Talk about how important it was when you got this loan that you had your paperwork in order and how important what should entrepreneurs do who are trying to get that investment? That was the first thing they looked at, to be honest. they Look, they didn't care about nothing else. Let's see what you've done. Right. Let's see if we want to give you this money. What What do you have to prove that you can sustain a loan of $2 million because we need our money back. Um, so having pretty much tax returns in order, have my business structured right, get you a good CPA. I didn't know that the first few years. That can really help you um, keep your documentations in order. Um, show them your growth. I was able to show them where I started and every single year how my business had just grew and how you know I exceeded the numbers that I thought and how I had to get a second building next door to be able to house more children. And so having all that documentation when I went to the table really helped. Literally when I left the first day, they said, we're going to we're gonna give you this money. Wow. But it was a few things they needed me to fix. <laughs> yeah, well, But they yeah. knew that we're going to do it. But I need you to do X, Y, Z. It was a couple of things I want to fix. Another important thing is your credit. You want to make sure your credit is together too um, because they're going to look at that as well. And so it was a few things I needed to fix and they said, we'll give you a few months to fix this and come back. And I did and the rest is history. You know, Latrice, with you learning everything the way that you did, you also are very intentional on wanting to help other people who are trying to start their own businesses. Mm -hmm. So can we talk about that for a second? Sure. So I started getting asked a lot, you know what, I want to open a child care center and um, I, I wanted to mentor people. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start the child care chick. I'm going to start this brand and be able to help other women and particularly that look like me mm -hmm. to be honest um, because I didn't see childcare as being a big business when I started and the ones that were in childcare they did not look like me right. so I wanted to go out and help the ladies that look like me to be able to build quality 
childcare businesses, though, that could be left for their children that really can create wealth. And so that's when I started my mentorship program in the Child Care Chicks. So I help people all over, not just in Texas, all over. I travel and mentor women. And sometimes men. Men reach out now, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh-huh. It's men in the child care industry, yeah. too. And, <laughs> and I mentor them on how to not just open, but how to operate quality programs and sustain them mm-hmm. and make money while doing it. A lot of people don't really look at child care as a business. It and is so such a business. Let me tell you, Jas- my friend industry. Jasmine, who um, she comes up here and co-hosts a lot, but she has a two-year-old, uh-huh. right? So she's learning how expensive yes. it is, but how important it also is. Just even for me, going with her to some places, we went into some places to go look at the facilities mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, like, where is my child going to be comfortable? Yes. And then when she first started dropping her off, her daughter would go crazy, crying. Crying oh, yeah. and not no, wanting to awful. leave. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's a terrible feeling. But what a good feeling for her is when her daughter doesn't cry. Yep. And when she gets excited to get out of the car and go inside. Because the parents feel really bad. Like they if do. they oh, have to leave their car. too. Oh, too. Yeah. So, and, and so for me, witnessing her like right now, currently going through that journey of making sure you find the right place. You know, it's nice when places have cameras too. Yes. So that you can make sure if you want to like look in the classroom and make sure. Because you always want to make sure sometimes when kids are young too. They can't, they can't speak tell you and tell what's you what's happening. happening and what's going on. That is so important. And that's a huge challenge right now because, um, well, I want to talk about pivoting and you're saying sustaining your business. Mm-hmm. But a lot's changed since the pandemic. Oh, yes. Children <laughs> have changed. I actually have oh, a friend yes. who, um, she's a classroom specialist. So kids who have special needs, she'll go to class with them mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. help them in class. And she was telling me how we used to start learning things in kindergarten and first grade. She's like, that doesn't start till like second, third grade now. Yeah, it's tough. Because these kids were born, the first thing they were taught was to be afraid of other people right. and other kids. So their whole social development is so far behind. And you're already starting to see it. They're saying American students, they're English, they're, all of their academics are plummeting and it stuff. Is. And a lot of it is because of this delayed social, psychological development they're still experiencing because yes. of COVID. You had to, you must have had to really address that with staffing. We did. So when COVID hit, I mean, we had to pivot the whole entire business because you think when COVID hit, the whole world shut down. Yeah. The schools closed. But guess who was open? And people could work virtually, yeah. too. But we were still open while everybody closed. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. 
meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at meaningfulbeauty.com. Childcare was still open. It's essential. So we are essential. You know, the doctors had to work, the lawyers had to work, the nurses had to work, the grocery store workers, and the schools were closed. So we did stay open during the pandemic, but we saw um, that we did, you know, drop children. Children, you know, had to stay home, virtual, virtual learning, parents working from home. And so we did lose some enrollment, but parents quickly realized you can't work from home with a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> How can or I work? a 15-year-old. Right. You can't work from home with children. So they quickly brought them back. Yeah. But like you said, they were taught at home, you know, don't get close to people. Don't, you know, you know, because this is COVID, mm-hmm. you know, don't go around people. And so the social skills that we see now, the social and emotional development of the children, is it's a lot. It's a lot in child care. Now we're seeing it with that three to four year old age we're seeing a lot of them don't really they have a lot of speech um delays because when you're at home they weren't who are they talking to most of them probably were a lot of delayed speech and doing things like that while you're at home so it was no one to talk to Mm -hmm. it was no one to play with if you're the only child you're at home for six months to a year so that part they're really struggling so i had to get my staff more training we had to we bring you know different people in to train my staff on how to deal with this we're seeing autism a lot more we're seeing all these things but the staff didn't know how to deal with this. So bringing people in, we have speech-language speech pathologists that come in. We do a lot of training on social and emotional development. So they are able to work with the children to try to get them back up to speed before they get to kindergarten or if they go off to pre-K programs. So we did have to do a lot of pivoting in that area. And how has technology impacted what you do? <laughs> you know, a lot of these kids, like, they know how to use the iPads. They know how to use it better than we do. Yeah. You know, so. That's all they want to do. Yeah. That's all and they want to do. And that is very tough. That is very tough. And then and with licensing, um, they had to put stipulations on the technology because of that. So they only get one, one hour of screen time per day is the max that you can use. So in school, they know we, we have a little screen time, but it's always educational. Um, but. We just have to stay away from it, and the children are fine. They they know it's children that come in with their tablets, and as soon as their mom drop them off, they hand them a tablet because they know they can't have. They it don't at do that at right. home. They know they can't have it at school, and so we do our best to um, to stay away from from that because licensing doesn't even allow it. And now let's discuss franchising okay. as a business model because that's something that's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to me about um, your whole idea about franchising and opening more centers? And- sure. So people always think that because I have this large, successful location that I want to own 20 of them. And <laughs> I I personally do not want to own 20 you know, kids bills, but I also want to give other people the opportunity to use my blueprint to win in this industry. Um, So that's when I decided to say, you know what, I'm going to franchise. I'm going to franchise and be able to, so people don't have to start where I started. It's already given to them. The blueprint is laid out for them. Um, The name is already there. I've already built the business up and they can come in and be successful and still provide that quality care and still win in this industry. So for me, that's the next step into having more locations. I would love to see them all over um, and just kind of go in there and put my stamp on it put my stamp on it but that's another stream of income that I don't actually have to be there Um, I have so many other avenues and ways that I make money and different business ventures that I don't want to be tied to 
having to be in my center. Right. And so the one that I have now runs like clockwork without me. Um, people think that I'm in my center all day and I'm driving the bus <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm cooking and I'm in the classroom <laughs> teaching and, and it's far from that. Now, have I done my fair share of that when I first opened? Absolutely. But now I have, you know, set my business up to where I don't even have to step foot in it. And it's time's that I don't. I already told my, like, you know, the month of December, don't look for me, right? But <laughs> um, when you set your business up right, you can do that and you can still make a lot of money and impact. Mm-hmm. That's big for me. So even though the childcare industry, I'm making $65 money, billion dollar it's industry. A six, and yeah. people do not Annual. know that. And I'm going to be and honest. it's not going anywhere. It's I know. not going anywhere. And I'm going to be honest, when I first started, I didn't know that mm-hmm. the industry was this big. Again, I was a mom just you know, just looking for someone for a son. I didn't go in it with the mindset, oh my God, this is a billion dollar industry. I'm about I'm about to make all this money. That wasn't my mindset. But now that I know better, I teach other people. Like you're getting into something that is always gonna be here. Yeah. Always gonna Unless be people here. People stop having kids, you know. <laughs> always gonna be here. And as long as you're running a great program and you are in the right area and you can market, you can really make a huge impact because I'm big on impact, but you can also make money and really create wealth for your family and it's been 16 years so i'm yeah. sure you've seen some of those kids that started off oh my god coming to kids will grow up and come back yeah. to you that's and my favorite part i have kids that work for me now that used to go that's there. amazing i have children that come and drop their kids off but they used to go there grandparents they're now grandparents but they used to be moms mm-hmm. bringing their grandchildren there so i'm really big on building relationships in my community um and so a lot of my business has been referral based People will say, go to Kidsville. I know them. Great people. They've been in the community a long time. So I I really have built my business on really building relationships in my community. And so I get all those repeat customers all the time. They were sending their coworkers, their grandchildren, their children. I get invited to college graduations (laughs) now. And it, it just makes me feel really good that I've been able to sustain that long because I've seen so many, so many that they don't make it. Right. They don't make it. How can people learn about your entrepreneurial skills and get mentored from you? Okay, so I have a community. My biggest, I have a community called the Child Care Click. Um, I started that community because when I started in the child care industry, again, I told you I had no mentorship, no one I could call. I just figured it out, made a lot of mistakes. And I wanted people that wanted to get in this industry to not have to make all those mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I started this community, and right now we have hundreds of women in this community where we have monthly classes on all kind of topics, mentorship, we have events, we have meetings, meetups and just a community of women where you can come to when you need some assistance or you're going through something in your program. I can't call my friend and tell her what I'm going through. She doesn't know what I'm going through in childcare, but they can come in this community and get mentorship. And then that trickled over into my conference, um, my Born to Teach conference that I'm having next July, which is going to be the biggest ECE, which is Early Childhood Education Conference um, for directors, owners, um, teachers, curriculum coordinators, anyone in this industry that will be able to come and just learn, get strategies, and just have that we network. want to check it out. Yep, want to check it out. And so I have that coming up in July so people could attend there. And I also have mentorship programs. If you need that more one-on-one where you don't necessarily say, hey, I love the community, but I need one-on-one, right. I have that option available, and I do a lot of one-on-one mentoring. I travel to their, their centers, wherever they are, other states. They travel to me. Um, so I have those options of available too. 
And that, I'm going to tell everybody, it's thechildcarechick.com. www.thechildcarechick.com. You can find out about... C-H-I-C, C-H-I-C. C-H-I-C. Okay, no okay. And then you can find out about the community there. You can find out about Born to Teach there. Um, you can follow me on social media. I have bornteach.com, the Child Care Click, and the Child Care Chick. You are such an incredible success story of an it. entrepreneur. Thank what, you. What, give me some general advice for entrepreneurs. So the first advice, and I say this sounds so cliche. It's okay to cry. No believe cliche. in yourself. <laughs> believe in yourself. I see so you many say that a lot because they but don't what's it believe mean in, in real people time. People do not believe they can do it. People say, "Oh, I want to be successful. I want to do this." I but do you really believe you can do it? No, I don't think I can do that. Yes, you can. Yeah. I tell people, I'm. Regular. I did not. I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth. No one in my family was an entrepreneur, but I believed in myself and nothing was going to stop me. I knew that I can do it. It's a mindset thing. People have to change their mindset to know whatever I put my mind to. I can have it. Yeah. And I'm so serious about it. Like I said, it sounds cliche, but. No, it's true. And you can cry too. Yeah. You're going to cry. And you can cry. You can cry. You cry, but you get back up and dust yourself off in business. Because sometimes we talk ourselves down. We talk ourselves out of things. We come up with excuses of why this can't can't work. This won't work. Well, if I try this, this can't happen. Instead of saying, okay, how can I find a way? And also mentorship. You know, that helps you also believe in yourself. That's so important. Even more to know that you can do something if you can get some type of mentorship from somebody who's been there, who's done it, there, who has some, to- uh, some sort of blueprint to, for you to follow. I so. agree. I agree. But no, and you can cry and, and yeah. get you a mentor. It's a mentor okay. will help you get there. <laughs> I always say a mentor will help you from making all the mistakes that they made because you get a mentor that's already been there. And I tell people all the time, in 16 years, it's nothing It's nothing I haven't seen in childcare. And it's not just good all the time. It's been some, some moments. Sure. I didn't cry in the car a lot of times right. before, but I come back and I do it. I always say it's no quitting. So, you know, pick myself back up and figure out how I'm going to fix it and keep moving. All right. Well, that was amazing, inspiring. I love it. Um, Wealth Wednesday. This is why we love a Wednesday. But again, what's the website? It's (laughs) www.thechildcarechick.com. No K. No K on it. No K on it. And I just want to let everybody know that, again, this is one of those industries that you can get in and it's not going anywhere. And again, for me, you can make a big impact on your community as well as make a lot of money in this industry and if you do it right you can be very successful in and this very industry. rewarding it's it has to be rewarding. a rewarding it feeling it's you. the type of job you can't do if you don't really love yeah. children and that's and, what I tell people too mm-hmm. don't get in it for the money Yeah, the money will come you can't just start for the money, you know, because you do have to, to love what you do and you have to have a passion for children. Even though I'm not in the classroom, I love what I do. When I walk in my center and see those smiles and those hugs, it just it just makes my day and warms my heart. So it is very rewarding. We're going to put all your information in our entrepreneurs group. That's Wealth Wednesdays for Entrepreneurs. It's a free Facebook group. Everybody join it. You'll get all this. Another one of our Wealth Wednesdays offerings, we have Wealth Wednesdays After Party with Jay White. And this week, we are having the best of Wealth Wednesdays After Parties, where you're going to see favorite moments from interviews with everyone from our Angela (laughs) to Rick Ross and some of the other people he's interviewed over the last year that you all love. But... Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. And now I hope we get some quality child care centers all over. I I love it. It's very necessary. It's very necessary. Yes. All right. All right. Way up. Way up.
Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.